This is Did You Know, the short and sweet podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs that want to keep up with the latest changes in digital marketing and social media. Learn from two guys that know a thing or two about helping businesses increase sales and exposure, Will Hankey and Andrew McCauley. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to episode number 68 of the Did You Know podcast. This is the podcast where we cover and uncover all sorts of online frivolity that's going on in the last week or so. Hey, my name's Andrew McCauley, and together with Will Hanky, we're going to bring you this show. Hey, Will, how you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I am great. Looking forward to a fun-filled, packed episode today. We've got a lot on the cards. Before we get started, though, what have you been up to? Oh, you know what? I've had a crazy week of running around at meetings, uh, which seems to happen a lot in January. It's, you know, it's the beginning of the year. Everybody's getting their ideas together, getting their planning all set up. So uh, didn't get a lot of work done this week, quite honestly. Yeah, well, I was the opposite. I didn't have any meetings this week, and I got I got a fair bit of work done because, uh, you're right, people are setting up, getting ready for the year, and uh, I usually take this time sort of to plan and get my stuff in place. So um, I had a pretty productive week this week so i'm very glad about that i've got to tell you well that's really nice it is it is but i tell you what else has been pretty productive and that's a bunch of these social media platforms this week they have been actively doing a lot of things you know this time i think it was last year we spoke about uh ces the ces show i really have not heard a lot about the ces show this year to be honest have you heard much about it Nope. In fact, I totally forgot it even happened. I, I think I might have saw one or two articles about it, but uh, definitely nothing uh, as it has been in years past. Yeah, I think the focus um, this year has been AI and voice-activated um, yep. uh, gimmicks and, and robots. And what I did hear about was a lot of malfunctions as far as the tech goes. On some yes. of them. So I don't think it was a uh, CES to remember this year. I think that's probably the only articles I saw were around things that didn't work very well. Yes, uh, sad when that happens, but it happens. It's technology, it and of course, it's always going to happen when you've got people looking at it. You know. So, anyway, what have what have we got going on in the world of social and online this week? What, where do you want to kick off? Well, speaking of uh, voice search and all of that kind of stuff, uh, Amazon is going to add Alexa to wearable devices pretty soon. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, um, they, they, their focus was mainly uh, voice-activated uh, search, you know, on a on a, to- a unit that sits on your on your counter, sort of thing. Well, now I think they they understand the uh, the massive market that wearables is um, is creating or has been created. So they uh, they released a new set of developer tools called the Am- uh, so the Alexa Mobile Accessory Kit which lets developers actually add information uh, or develop develop things for the wearables so that uh, now you can voice activate the stuff, a bit like Dick Tracy in the old days, I guess, if you remember that, talking to the yeah. watch. Um, really interesting. Maxwell Smart talking into your phone. I think that's going to be happening. <laughs> talking into your shoe. Yes. <laughs> I think it's great. I, some businesses are already doing this, like Bose, for example, which is a pretty big business. Uh, pretty cool that they're already setting up plans to test some different things. And uh, it's going to be fun to watch this. Yeah, I think it will be. I think, uh, you know, you do you have an um, you have an Echo or an Alexa or something? 
already? We have an Alexa, yeah, and uh, my my three-year-old, who's uh, not my three-year-old, my grandbaby is living with us. Uh, she's already figured out how to tell it to stop playing music. So. I know, isn't it crazy? Kids learn it so fast. Well, my wife came into me last night. She said, you know, I just bought a, a, an Echo Dot. Yeah. And if she's buying stuff, then it's hit mainstream. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we're, we're about to uh, get our first Alexa Dot tonight, and uh, oh, cool. it'll be fun to play with. Yeah, very cool. You know what? The biggest problem we have with it, and I saw an article about this this week. Uh, my son has a girlfriend named Alexis, oh. and every time we talk to her, Alexa says, "I don't understand" or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? I would not be surprised. This is just a going out on a limb here. The people will stop naming their babies Alexa for fear of confusion. Yep. Yep. You can rename it, by the way. You can say computer. Oh, really? uh, I think there's three or four different things you can call it if you don't want to call it Alexa. Oh, okay. Okay, well, there you go. Didn't know that. That's that's going to help Maybe. all those people named Alexa or Alexis out there. Right, right. Maybe it sounds a little cooler, too. You know, computer, yeah. order me some batteries. <laughs> yeah, or well, hey, biatch. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, we digress. All right, what else we got going on? Uh, you know what? We mentioned this on our last show just in passing, but Facebook is pulling the plug on its human-powered uh, M assistant for Messenger. Mm. Uh, and I think that's actually today that that happens. So um, they had a human-powered uh, part of the M Messenger. The M Messenger itself and the AI part of it is not going away. It's just the human-powered part of it, which I believe was only being tested in a couple towns in California. Yeah. yeah I think about 2000 uh... 2,000 businesses had the uh, human assistance in California. And uh, I think I think more more than anything, it was uh, Facebook trying to establish what sort of things do people ask for an assistant. And whatever these humans were doing, they were obviously answering the questions, but they were keeping a track of the types of questions and how, uh, how they were answering those questions so that Facebook could actually build something that is, you know, actually right. usable rather than a guesstimate, if you like. So... You know, I guess they served its purpose and um, technology, and we just march right on. Yep. Uh, Facebook's also testing a separate destination for local news in the mobile apps. Uh, so I guess that's, is that going to be another tab or something that we have to keep track of? Uh, yeah. Who knows? Um, <laughs> who knows? Hopefully they don't build another app for Every it. Time but uh, yeah. Right. Every time they start to separate these things off, it sounds good until they realize that people are going to have to try to click on. I mean, they've already done that with the video. You know, the Facebook video is a separate button. At least yeah. it is on the Android. Yep, it is. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, whatever. I guess it boils down to user experience and remembering that uh, there are other options than the main news feed. And it's going to take a bit of education for people. It's going to take education from Facebook to um show people where and how to get to those tabs. Yeah, I wonder if this is related to the big news from last week. Uh, where what was the uh, the headline that you and I saw? Uh, Facebook is taking the news out of its news feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah news out <laughs> of the news feed. So, uh, yeah, um, I, you know, it's going to be interesting. There's a bunch of new things happening that Facebook are always rolling out, as we know. I mean, this whole show is based around that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it's no surprise what happened last week. And if you're not sure what we're talking about, go back. We did an entire show about it last week, so go back and check it out. But um, 
it's not it's not surprising what's happened you know at the end of the day there is only so much room in a news feed for things to be put there and uh, of the three things that happen that appear in a news feed it's either your personal your personal profile updates it's either um news feeds from business pages or it's ads uh, yeah. something he had to give and he certainly didn't want to give away the um the, the uh, personal news feeds because that's what the whole pretense of facebook was about so see you later news feeds from business pages you're out of here yep yep pretty make much room, unfortunately for ads and well yes you know yes and no i mean realistically when was the last time you could remember a pages news feed that was there organically oh yeah you know, yeah. You know no, that's been gone we're, for not, a while we're not remembering that at all so um yeah. it's uh yeah, well, people are jumping up and down about it, but at the end of the day, I could guarantee 99, 98% of businesses had no engagement on their page anyway, and no one yeah. was seeing it. So I don't know what they're carrying on about. So it's just part of the, part of life and move on and deal with it, I, go, I say. Yep. It's a nice way to filter some of the trash out too, I think. And I think yeah, there'll be people losing their jobs because, oh, I was busy building my community or I, I was a community manager for this page and so on and so on. Well get with the program it probably wasn't working and you're getting paid for nothing so <laughs> right learn it re- learn a real skill and uh, move on yeah speaking of facebook groups uh if you have one pretty soon you'll be able to uh host your own watch party yeah now this this is pretty cool you know um watch parties uh, uh so, so let me give you an example of what a watch party looks like um You'll be, you'll be able to sit there with, in a group. Let's say you've got a great group and it's an active group. You can play a video so the whole group watches it at the same time, right? So if you've got a private membership group, for instance, you may want to play a video and then everyone watches the video at the same time and then you can have interactions. Maybe it's a live, maybe it's a Facebook live that, that you're doing that you want to play to the group and everybody watches the Facebook live at the same time. But it's a it's a communal thing where, uh, and so it doesn't have to be a live. It can be a recorded video too, but it sort of is going to garner interaction. Um, obviously, Facebook want it to be a Facebook Live because they that's that's where they're heading. But yep. it's designed, you know, with with this announcement in last week in mind that they want to get more uh, engagement from people from the content they're creating, and this watch party is one way to do it inside a group. Yep, uh, that's funny. It, it it all goes back to the big announcement from last week. Yeah, totally does. So, um, yeah, no, no, no surprises there at all. Yeah. Uh, also, in Facebook news, since we're on that, uh, Mark Zuckerberg may be planning to bring Bitcoin over to Facebook. So, uh, depending on the day, what, what kind of value you'll get for that, I guess. Well, you know, it's it's you know, that's it, a it's a little bit of a. It's a little bit of a deceiving comment, I guess. Um, yeah, maybe he wants to bring Bitcoin for people to pay, but ultimately um, he's talking about the technology of Bitcoin um, that decentralizes um, the internet um, use. Because, you know, when internet started 20 years ago, almost now, no, 20, 26 years ago now, um, the idea was the internet was going to free up everybody and there's all free speech. Well, Ultimately, it's become the opposite, where there's a there's a few main players, and Facebook's one of them, right? A few main sites that people go to. You know, it's the 80-20 rule. 80% of the people will go to 20% of the sites that are out there. And there's right. a lot of control being given over to um, these, big, these big companies. Well, this whole Bitcoin stuff, and I don't know a lot 
to be I'm, I'm certainly no expert in Bitcoin, but the technology behind it is that it's decentralizing the banks. It's giving people the power to you and do with their money whatever they want it to do, so to speak. There is no central ruling power. Well, Zuckerberg is talking about how do I use that technology to bring it back to the internet so that we're spreading the internet back to the people and sharing the information rather than having the same old big wigs control what's being displayed on the internet. So, um, so it's an interesting concept. He's looking at how does he, how does he use the technology and bring it across to the internet rather than the monetary financial markets. Got it. Uh, it's pretty cool. There's a couple really good YouTube videos out there about how the whole cryptocurrency thing works. Mm. Uh, because I think most people don't understand it, including myself. Uh, it is pretty involved in all the all the, the checks and balances type stuff, but uh, uh, pretty interesting uh, once it's up and running. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, the only the only non interesting thing about it is how many experts there are in Bitcoin on your Facebook newsfeed these days. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, quite um, a few. Yeah, right. So anyway, so that's so that's what I mean. He he didn't say. He's not ruling out taking Bitcoin and, and accepting Bitcoin on the platform. I'm sure that will happen. Uh, that will be a ma matter of time. He's looking at the model and seeing if it's possible um, to find solutions to problems that uh, Facebook and the internet as its whole are basically facing. So, hey, you know, that's that, I think it's great. I think it's I think it's great that he's got this vision of everyone's getting caught up in what can Bitcoin do for them in their own pocket. He's looking right. going, how can I use that technology and, and use it across um, other platforms? I like it. Yeah, yeah very cool. So All right. That was it. What else we got on Facebook? Anything else? Messenger. Uh, apparently some big changes coming. This is kind of a vague uh, statement. They, they said big changes are coming because Messenger is getting too cluttered. Uh, but they haven't actually revealed which parts uh, the company considers to be clutter. So uh, I, I guess that's it. There's there's changes coming. What what are they going to be? Who knows? Yeah, um, they're trying to streamline it. So they say. So yeah, um, there will be more changes happening with them. Um, I guess we can just only wait to see what those changes are. Uh, yeah. Because there's not much more we can share exactly. But they're just talking about yep, there's changes and uh, get with it. It's going to happen. Yep. Facebook, speaking of Messenger, uh, also came out with uh, Messenger Kids for Fire tablets. Yes. Uh, so moving yes. that over to other pieces to let the kids talk to their friends. Yeah, younger kids, and younger. My kids, uh, six and eight, keep asking me for a Facebook account because, you know, the games they play, they're playing Minecraft and they're pretty, pretty reasonable games for kids. But of course, these these games, you know, get extra gold or more diamonds or whatever it is by connecting your Facebook account to um, these <laughs> games and stuff. Because they, so they all they all want to do that. So um, Facebook, uh, business wise, it's a smart move to try and get kids into it before they get to the age of whatever. Um, but then again, you've got that whole. Um, uh, privacy issue and minors and stuff like that. I know where I'm, I'm not real keen on letting my kids get onto that sort of stuff, although they have found ways to navigate and get onto YouTube channels and things like that. So <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a morality issue too, I guess. Yep. Yep. Uh, Facebook stories, uh, they're, they're trying to keep that thing alive and they've also added desktop posting for your stories now. Mm, yeah. So, um, yep. If you're in, if you're doing the stories like everybody else, uh, 
<laughs> right. Said nobody ever. Um, <laughs> then uh, you can actually do stories from um, your desktop too. Yep. So that's it for uh, for the Facebook this week. Wow. That's all. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Google has updated their uh, PageSpeed Insights tool. Uh, now shows real user speed for website pages. So I saw this the other day too when I was running a test for a client. Mm. Uh, PageSpeed Insights is a free tool that will show you how fast your website is responding and or not responding to people trying to access it. So um, Facebook, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm still in Facebook. Google, <laughs> uh, Google uses that as one of their ranking signals. Uh, so if, you're, if your website is running slowly, uh, then you need to you need to look up the PageSpeed Insights tool, plug your website in there, and get some tips on how to fix it. So, what have they changed? Like, what is it that's different? Because it's always been there. It's been there. I've used it for a long time, but now it's saying it can um, show insights for real user speed. What is the difference between what what it was showing and what's there now? It was pretty basic prior to this week. They would give you a score for desktop. They'd give you a different score for mobile devices. And they would give you some things on how to fix, but it was all pretty geeky. And, you know, it, it was basically it, a business owner would read it and say, I have no idea how to fix any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think they're trying to make that entire process a little bit easier and then show um, other pages, too, that are not working well versus just testing your speed overall or just your homepage. Right. Got it. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm going to check that out after this show because I'm always into page speeds because for whatever reason, it's always stumped me. Yeah. Well, uh, you saw my uh, blog post I posted this week about Cloudflare too. Yes. That's a great tool to use to uh, to kind of spread your website out across multiple servers and, and help with your overall downloading speeds. So if you are looking for some uh, help with it go and check out uh go and check out will's show it's exactly i'm not show his website it's exactly where this show is and uh, you'll see that blog post about it good one um what else we got anything else on the google nothing else on on the google this week uh instagram's got a couple things uh they've just added a power new powerful new way to stalk people which is great for me because i'm i'm a huge instagram user and a huge stalker Yes, yeah, so when you get on and look at Will's account, it will now tell you when they were last active. And in Will's case, it'll be, who's Will? <laughs> um, but, you know, people are, people are a little bit, uh, they're freaking out because they're calling it creepy. Facebook have done this for a long time. You know, how, yeah. when was the last person active on Messenger? Um, it's just that sort of stuff, same, same, same. Uh, and people are saying, well, you know, we got on Instagram because it wasn't Facebook, it was different. Well... More and more and more, Instagram is becoming like Facebook, and it's only natural that some of the features that Facebook have uh, get mapped across to Instagram. I don't know why people are surprised, but they are. Um, so there you go. Move on. Yeah. Uh, they've also, Instagram has also um, released a new uh, feature that they're hoping, of course, to crush Snapchat with. Uh, but uh, it, it's only on a couple counts, uh, and there's um, not a whole lot of information about it right now. Well, it's it's you know it, I'll tell you what it is it's, it's a bit like text sharing. It's like you know we see we're seeing um, update status updates in Facebook with the colored backgrounds. You know, yeah. people asking a question, they do that from their phone. Well, it's that sort of thing on Snapchat. So you can type and change your background color. You can change um, the font, the style, and all that sort of stuff. Um, and send that as an image rather than an image itself. So right. Snapchat. And this is 
This is only in the stories part of Instagram, correct? Um, well, this is, yeah, this is, that's right. It's only in the stories as far as I believe, yes. Yeah, and they're calling it the type feature. Uh, in other words, change your type, change, yeah, some other things yep, related to it. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So right, I'll have to check that out. Um, yeah, so that's what it is. Yep. Go and <laughs> check that out when you uh, when you sign up for your first account. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good one. Um, speaking of Instagram, uh, Instagram, you and I had heard a rumor this week about a new tool coming out called Instagram Direct. Yes, I yes. If you go looking for it on the internet, you won't find it. So you heard it here first, people. Instagram Direct <laughs> is something that's going to, from what we can tell, a standalone app. <laughs> Another one, Instagram, Gee. where you can actually message each other on a standalone app from Instagram. That's the that's the lowdown. But then in your diary, mark it as today. You heard it here. When it comes out in a few months, you'll go, wow, I heard it on Did You Know? Yeah. You know, I'd be interested in some stats around how many people and what type of demographic is using Instagram but not using Facebook. Uh, and it must be enough of a market for them to come out with a separate messenger app specifically for Instagram. Well, you know what? Yes and no. I think that they've already got the workings and the skeleton and the foundations of a messaging app already through Facebook. Yeah. Uh, how hard would it be to reskin the app and attach it to a uh, attach it to the Instagram profiles? Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's not as if they're going to have a lot of R and D for it um, because they've already got it done. Yeah. No, my point was more around they're they're obviously doing this because there's people, people on it. Instagram right. that they're that they're not reaching on Facebook for whatever reason. Yep. 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 Okay. Good. Snapchat had a big redesign this week and nobody liked it. Yeah, eighty-three percent of the people said crap. Thumbs down. <laughs> um, that's eighty-three. Eighty-three percent of the people that actually use it didn't yep. like it. Um, I can't give you any more information about it because I'm just not using it. Uh, you know what? I asked my daughter, who is 23, about it, and she had no idea there was even a redesign. There and you she go. uses it daily. And she uses it daily, so maybe she wasn't in one of those groups. Yeah, kind of interesting. Uh, mm. But you and I have done this over and over over the years, talked about various redesigns. Of course, everybody hates it, and then two months later, you know, it's not news anymore, and everybody's right. used to it. Exactly. Yep, exactly. So that's Snapchat news. Anything else on Snapchat? I think we might be done on Snappage. That's it. WhatsApp has released, uh, finally released a new app specifically for business users. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about that for a while. Yep. Yep. So they finally uh, released it. So good on them. Yep. They've also uh, reportedly are testing some anti-chain letter spam warnings. Uh, so this is more of the filtering, uh, trying to get rid of some of the junk that's in your feeds. So. Yep, uh, those chain letters are a pain, but some people still fall for them. Yep, yep. Uh, obviously a lot on Snapchat, so uh, on WhatsApp. So good on WhatsApp for doing that. Yeah, cool. Uh, YouTube is demonetizing some small channels. Some people think it's a good thing. I've also seen some stuff out there about gee whiz, you know, it, there's there's no chance in me now of ever getting started on YouTube. As, as a content creator that's going to make any money off of oh it. Oh, my God. Listen to them have a whinge. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, what they're doing. I mean, you used, you used to have 10,000 lifetime views in order to join the partner program. Well, now they're, um, they're saying you need 4,000 hours of view time in the last 12 months with 1,000 subscribers. 
um, get there first, people. Get there. Yeah. Get up there and do it, and then and then um, and then add it. You know, I mean, if you've got those numbers, a thousand subscribers and four thousand hours, you're not going to be making much money anyway. It's not a lot of money right now. Um, so don't start crying before you even get there. Don't stop. You got to start somewhere. Go and start it. Work on it. Build your subscribers. Get some view times, and then start complaining about not getting paid. <laughs> Agreed. Um, so I mean, I, I, I think it's just a smart model. Why have you know? Why have ten thousand accounts all that were willing to be taking money yet no one's doing any work for it? YouTube are just yep. saying it's too much work. We will just take out. Let's get rid of eighty percent of those people because they're not making any money, and let's just concentrate on helping the people that are making money and getting the right content out there. Love it. Yep. Good stuff. Yep. Okay. Huffington Post shut down there on paid contributor blogging program. Yeah, this is interesting. You know, I didn't realize that they have 100,000 contributors to the Huffington Post. And you know, when I see someone say, oh, I write for the Huffington Post. Hmm. Do you really write for them? Or you've written an article that got accepted once and you're one of those 100,000 people. Right. This is also a, a link building technique that's being shut down too. Yeah. Uh, so people could create fake accounts, put up some halfway decent content and get a link back to their sites. Yep. 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 So, uh, um, you know, it's, uh, it's all boiling down to, and you know, this is, goes back to the Facebook announcement. There's too much content out there, too much crap content, too much fake news. As one president says, um, there's, it's, it's, it's a bid to what can we make sure is good out there that people want to read rather than just a load of garbage and dribble. Yep. Yep. And uh, one last thing related to really good content. I'm going to let you take it, Andrew. Okay. All right. <laughs> Go on. So um, so this is my fun part of the news. Last week, some of you may have heard in the news, there was a missile threat warning that was sent out across phone networks in Hawaii. And um, it was pretty serious. You know, people uh, it said, this is not a joke. And uh, there was a missile on its way, take cover sort of thing. Uh, um, one particular website noticed that this traffic went limp. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, this is what the headline says. The traffic went limp during the missile scare, and then it surged with relief. <laughs> and, uh, this particular website does a lot of, uh, has a lot of traffic and it has a very, it's very big on its data visualization graph. So you can see, and we might have to post this, this information, this, this graph on our notes, show notes, but, um, it dropped 77% of its traffic during that hour of the missile threat and then surged to 48% above its usual traffic straight after we found out that the missile was, uh, was not real. And of course that site was pornhub.com. Uh, people obviously <laughs> scared about what's going on and, uh, -huh. uh, suddenly said, whoa, 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 we can't, we can't do that. We've got to, <laughs> we're going to survive. And then when they realized <laughs> it was a uh, joke well, not a joke, it was a uh, false report. Everything went back to normal. In fact, it, it surged 48% above its average traffic. Yep. And it, you know, the other thing interesting about this is that how many of these bigger companies like this are using this visualization uh, related to events that are going on. 
there was a, there was one a couple of years ago. I think I was telling you on 60 Minutes about uh, eBay how they portray their traffic, you know, live and watch different things and during different TV shows and things how it drops because of the popularity of that particular thing. Mm, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I thought it was a um, I thought it was an interesting interesting concept of. Uh, what happens, you know, you know, as I said, what happens when external sources change your traffic on your website? Sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's just the way it is, you know. Very interesting. We'll definitely stick that uh, link in the show notes as well. Yes, yes, yes. And speaking of show notes, where can people find out more about the show notes? All the show notes, all the episodes are at redcanoemedia.com slash know. There you go, people. So uh, go over there, check it out. Look at our info. Download the uh, download the uh, show if you want to hear it again. Um, leave a comment. Leave a review. We'd love it. Well, this is a bit of a longer show because we had to make up for a few weeks that we didn't do last week and the week before. So um, hope that was okay with everyone. Lots of fun things going on. Thank you, Will. Yep. Yep. That's all he's got. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. See you later. Take care. And we'll see you on the next show. <laughs> see ya. Thanks for joining us on the Did You Know podcast. Check out all of the show notes and resources mentioned in today's episode at redcanoemedia.com.